How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? Well, you don't know that I'm going to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much is you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. I'm a more whole, whole world on hold. The crowd is like whole, operators like whole. Man, now ain't that cold. I'm just trying to talk to my homie that's up in the hole. And home girl not trying to be a hoe. Even though she on the pole, can she get a second chance? No. Like the opposite of gold, that ain't how it's supposed to be A butterfly, but for the sake of rhyming, let's just say butterfly-y The truth sings like Muhammad Ali I tell him, tell him, don't homicide me I'm just a little old hope with his back against the ropes Fighting for his fans and fighting for his folks But the booze from the crowd can become so loud If I can block him out, then I can knock him out And dance around the ring, but until then I'll sing I'ma keep it cool, and I'ma do me it is what it is and it's how it's gonna be Until I get there Until I get there Yeah, I got flaws I know I'm not perfect But all the ups and downs Soon be worth it When I get there When I get there Whoa. Dr. Dr. Please The fame ain't painless enough That's cause you ain't famous enough You got a little game But your name ain't ringing enough He said take two of these Put some change in my cup I said I wasn't poor He gave me some more Prescribed me a publicist And pointed to the door Out Ouch I'm telling you this all From my therapist's couch Tell me about your mother What she's all about Prescribed me an interview And then told me to bounce Damn Jeez The world is so cold I'm glad I bought these skis Went right off of the bunny slopes And right into the trees Now how many licks does it take for me to hit the tissy roll center of a break. Peep and don't sleep. The cruise made deep. Wu-Tang. Fading motherfuckers like bleach. So to each and every crew. You're clean like glass. I can see right through. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers podcast with your host Rod and... Karen. And it's another morning edition and apparently Karen is way more awake than I am. <laughs> <clears throat> Even though I've been up doing show prep. Uh, so, uh, you ready to do some podcasting? I am. All right, I well. I should be. Well, nothing else. I should be, damn it, because I was tired this weekend. When I went to sleep, baby, I went to sleep. I know. <laughs> yeah, so I took like a double nap. So I'm feeling great this morning. Double nap. By napping. Yes, by winning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't forget you can go to theblackouttips.com. You can also go to the Blackout Tips. 
uh, slash forums. Uh, both places are places where you can get in contact with us and register uh, to be on the forums. You can even use your Twitter account to get in there and just start chatting up with other people who listen to the show. Yes. Maybe they're into some shit that you're into. Like yeah. Like the show. I hope so. Um, and you can always leave donations uh, when you go to theblackoutist.com. On the right-hand side, there's a donate button. Uh, you know, help us live our dreams. Help us keep making this podcast and, uh, you know, keep bringing this to you. Bring it. Um, <laughs> uh, also, you can go to iTunes, Facebook, and Podomatic and leave us comments there. Um, people comment on the shows. Uh, sometimes people comment on pictures. Sometimes people just put up their own things on the Facebook page. Yes, which have been hilarious. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, don't forget, also, you can uh, email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And you can uh, always vo- uh, give us a voicemail, 704-557-0186. Um, so those are the major ways to get in contact with us. And, uh, you know, of course, we're on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me. I'm at Ryder Miss Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. All right. And, uh, well, like I said, today is all about feedback, you know. And yes, sir. before we get to that, I can't forget that the official weapon of the show is... The Taser. And the unofficial sport of the show is... Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme. Oh, yeah. Um, and let me give a shout-out to a couple people who did donate this week. And um, like I said, it's always appreciated um and you know it really does help um we're we're you know despite what some haters may think we're not a big podcast we're still user funded mostly you know yeah. we have we have we have a sponsor every once in a while but you know it's really your guys donations and your guys spreading the word and you're listening and things like that that really do uh make the show grow and um, I would like to thank Shonda. Yes, thank she, you very much. She gave us a donation this week. I really do appreciate it, Shonda. We do. Um, and uh, she must have been liking us lately because normally at the podcast, I always get like one or two corrections from Shonda. Like, nigga, you know you wouldn't do that shit. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> 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 um, and uh, of course, Jay Dior, um, before she hooked us up with a donation. And thank you, uh, brother. You know thank what I'm saying? You. I, I, I appreciate it. I follow him on Twitter and Shonda on Twitter, too. And, uh, you know, that's another thing I, I sometimes I forget to mention. We have a Twitter group, um, a list, if you will. If you go under um, my name, the Black Eyed Tips, uh, uh, or, I mean, you go to twitter.com slash Prime, um, you can find a list that I created called the Black Eyed Tips. And it's growing Remember because it's three because one yeah. people are already taken yeah the blackout <laughs> tips dash three um, and it's a list of everybody that contributes to the show everyone who's been a guest you know things like that so um i really do appreciate uh you know guys going there and if you want to follow some cool people yeah. and just hop right into twitter like say you're new to twitter or you're yes. thinking about getting on twitter and you're like yeah but i don't know how it works i don't know if i can interact with some cool funny people yes. who should i follow Bam, you follow that list, you go in there and follow those individuals. Next thing you know, you're right in the middle of twi- black Twitter and uh, having fun. Yes, and, and, and all those people, they will interact with you if you interact with them. And they're very, very funny people. So, shout out to everybody that's on the list. We've been enjoying. And also, to those of you that are out there, and like you said, you're new to Twitter, tweet. Because a lot of people are following me, but if you ain't tweeted since last month, I will unfollow you. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you're unactive or you're a bot. Um, now, Karen, I'm going to let you pick. Which do you want to do first? Voicemails or emails? 
Let's do emails first. Emails first? Yes. Okay. Alright, so voicemailers, uh, take a seat. We'll get to you soon. Yes, we um, will. I'm sorry, Karen, decided not to go with you guys. <laughs> Alright, man, so Brent writes the show. He says, excellent show, Rod and Karen. And he has uh, six questions here. Cool. One, does Karen have a friend who loves sports and has a donk? I live in <laughs> I live in the DMV, and I can be down there in a few hours. Uh, the DMV is like... I was about to ask you, what is that? I was like, the DMV is up the street, but I don't think that's the same DMV. Yeah, the, the DMV is something of like the... DC metro area or something like oh. it stands for like something like two three different counties or something in Virginia I don't I mean you know Negroes and their slang <laughs> you know how they do you always gotta call it something but uh yeah so uh the DMV area is like Virginia Richmond uh DC Maryland type area yeah, yeah Maryland yeah um I'm sure we could figure it out if we went to urban UrbanDictionary.com, uh, but yeah, I heard about that. I have to check that out more often. I guess I'm too quote unquote white because I'd be like, What does that mean? They'd be like, Go to Urban Dictionary. I was like, Oh, we got our own dictionary? I'm very confused now. I'm telling you, somebody need to invent Nigapedia. <laughs> I'll be all over. A lot that. of money to be made. Um, yes, number two, I enjoyed the show. An interesting take on the sports talk radio game. I grew up in Maryland, went to college in Richmond where I started listening to sports radio. Yes, it was 40-year-old white dudes speaking on what they don't know. I relocated back to DMV in 08 and got to listening to the sports junkies. Some 40-year-old white dudes, but with a different opinion than what I became used to in Richmond. They are, uh, they are from here, live with our folks, and didn't give the racial vibe, except when it's on purpose. Uh, then I got put on to the Morning Jones by a chick and heard Rod's daily recaps. I'm with you on every show now, player and play yet. I do a blog talk radio show, and now I'm writing for Ed the Sports Fan. Also, keep doing your damn thing, folks. Um, yo, one thing I do want to say, um, and I, I said it on the show, but we talked so long, and I'm sure shit gets missed and stuff. But I went back and listened to the show myself just to make sure I did say this, but I don't blame the jockeys. It's, most of the time, it's... Like, radio is such a, um, like, the product that you're seeing most of the time is not really as organic as they try to make it seem. It's mm -hmm. producers telling you, we need a hot talk, we need hot topics, we need people that can, uh, you know, argue, and, and we need, you know, race is one of those factors that you poke at it, and, and it's just like poking a bear. Because people already have their line, their sights lined up, and they join in with ferocity right away. It's like no real in-between. It's like every racial argument they've ever had just comes out, bam, and they're right in there. Yep. So, um, I think that's part of it. The other thing is, it's the market. Yeah. It's the market. Like, a lot of times, it's like people, that's why I said I, I feel more, I get upset more at the entitlement of the fans and how easy they are to go into this, like, calling and hating on these athletes. Because it's like, I've never really been into hating the people that entertain me. And I just don't have whatever that envy gene is that makes you go, I'm gonna fucking hate you and you're gonna understand. Fuck you. Like, whatever that is, and then I'm gonna pay $40 a ticket to come watch you play? No, if I hate it, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not. You're not gonna get my money. I'm not gonna enjoy it. I, I don't entertain things I don't like. Yeah, and if I'm not gonna um, watch it, I'm not gonna talk about it. That's right. So, like, it's just this whole, like, dynamic of 
here's a sports show, but it's not really about sports. It's about disliking the people who play sports and how people are insecure and unsatisfied with their own home lives. And they let that shit leak out over the phone into hatred and envy. And that's that's why I don't think, like I said, it's about the market. Because when you have a market like the, uh, the DMV area, where you have a lot of black people with money and who listen to the radio and things like that, now I'm selling my commercial to black people. I can't be insulting them and then fucking trying to get like, okay, now go buy this watch. You know? Yeah, no. It's like here's I'll the go buy this Mercedes Benz for your wife for Christmas. Exactly. Here's the Geico line. And today's question is, niggas ain't shit. Call in, please. Like it's not gonna happen. <laughs> um, number three, does Karen have a buddy who loves sports and has a donk? <laughs> I live in the DMV and I can be down there in a few hours. <laughs> I'm sorry, boo. I mean, like I said, I don't hang around a lot of women, and I know a lot of women listen to this show, but a lot of women I have interacted with are crazy, so I stay far, far away from them. Yeah, plus, man, you gotta be careful, because a lot of these chicks, they say they like sports, but they don't really like yeah, sports. Yeah, I really like sports, but no, nah, they don't really like sports. Yeah, Karen likes sports, uh, uh, she still goes and watches Dances with the Stars or The Biggest Loser yes. while I'm downstairs watching the Lakers play The Heat or some I'm shit. I'm sorry, those are so my shows. Don't, uh, get, don't get it twisted, Karen don't love sports that much, she's just cool. I do um, like sports, but I, I not that sorry. much. I like dance with stars. I watched a few too many games by myself. <laughs> you been upstairs having watching Netflix parties and shit, so I know the truth. <laughs> um, number four, chef, laughing my ass off, giving folks the business. <laughs> they took a bullet and then took a bullet from Avon Barksdale. He really wanted to smash Kyle's mom, I guess. <laughs> she got that killer pussy. Uh, nothing better. I got the movie on VHS. Problem, I don't own a VCR. Uh, we don't own a VCR either. We got rid of all our stuff because we converted everything to DVD. White girl problem. Yep. But yeah, I love that movie, man. And that is, I'm sorry, hands down, I can't think of a higher pressure performance than your brother is the most gangster uh, dude in the block and he's obsessed with winning. And he's definitely going to shoot you after you play in your corduroys. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, my favorite sports performance in the movie, Bow Wow in Like Mike. I ain't seen that in years. He banged on a rack of folks in the league, and I'm pretty sure he crossed up AI. Yeah, that movie, uh, that was a good performance, but the reason I can't give him the, the well, why you said it's his favorite. I can't give him the best is because it was the shoes. That enabled him to do all that shit. Yeah. He found he Michael had Jordan's. magic shoes. Yeah. I didn't even think I went to the theater to watch that. I did. Yeah, he found Michael Jordan's uh, best shoes. And of course, shout out to Maurice Chest Chestnut, who uh, used to be the man and played the father in that movie. And yes, he has did. not been seen since. Nope. Only Tyler Perry will hire him now. <laughs> and his last question is Does Karen have a buddy who loves sports and has a dog? <laughs> I live in the DMV and I can be down there in a few hours. And he's on Twitter too. He's hustle underscore crow. Um, and I guess it's on Blog Talk Radio too slash hustle dash crow. If I find anybody, I send them to you, but yeah, they kind of like girly stuff. <laughs> but that was a funny email. Thanks, man. Yes. Um, Walt writes in. I think the big stink with Charlie Sheen isn't his antics, it's the fact that he forgot he isn't white. <laughs> Mel Gibson and Pee Wee Herman have cre created great careers after their media fallouts. My opinion is that Carlos Estevez really thinks he is Charlie Sheen. 
the powers that be may have a way to let minorities with money know that they have to know their place. Sheen has plenty of money and will fight, but the people with more money have a better chance of winning. Um, I don't know if you know this, but yeah, he's violent already, yes. so he's already won. He closes eyes for a second, boom, one, over, bring it. <laughs> uh, Dex wrote in, um, who's also our sponsor uh, for the next couple shows. Um, he writes in, Hey, Rod and Karen. A good friend of mine is constantly getting dragged to see new movies in the theater by his wife. Most of the time, these movies suck big time. But she refuses to go along. And so, so nags or bitches or bribes with sex, my friend, until he agrees to go with her. Going in, he know, I'm sure this is his friend. I wonder if this is that. Yeah, he knows a lot about how his friend gets to go to the movies, huh? Anyway. Going in, he knows he ain't going to like most of these movies, and he's usually right. He finally put his foot down with just go with it, and now she's pissed at him. This has always puzzled me because I never want to sit next to somebody in the theater who hated the movie and didn't want to be there. I feel you. I'd rather go alone than be with someone who wasn't feeling it. Me too. You ever had that happen? Mm-hmm. Well, you went to a movie with somebody that didn't want to be there? Mm-hmm. No, most of the time, most people... Go with me, like me and Shantae. I know you ain't going, so I went. I get somebody else. Like, I mean, I was going alone. Oh, you're right now. You're talking about the last movie you saw. Beastly. Yeah, I was like, asking in general ever. Mm, no, not really. But I've seen it happen, and it's irritating because the person fuss, especially females, they fuss. They complain. They help them pull. They want to enjoy their popcorn. You be like, bitch, take your ass home. You know, it's very, very. It's almost like taking a girl to a basketball or football game. She don't really want to be there. Right. Like, to a basketball or football game. Then, but the thing is that people don't want to do stuff alone. What I realized, a long time is the best time. I would be by myself and peaceful, then with your ass and complaining. Yeah, I went to uh, a movie. Uh, and in all fairness, the movie was not that good. But I took John Smith uh, mm-hmm. to, and I can say his full name because that's the most generic fucking name on the planet ever, isn't but, it? Um, I took I took John Smith to uh, out for his birthday to the movies. I was in college. Now in college, you don't have a lot of money, so it was a pretty big fucking deal. For me to part ways with that five dollar matinee ticket, or I whatever. know it's so. And I'm like, dude, I'll take you to the movies, man. I think he was my roommate at the time. I'm like, happy birthday, man. So we go in there, and about ten minutes in, I look over. This nigga is sleep. I was, I was hot, daddy. Woo, I was hot. It's like, nigga, are you serious? But anyway, um, his questions are. Why do people? Why do some people insist on dragging friends, lovers, or spouses to see crap that they don't want to watch? Uh, well, I can answer that for you, Dex. Number one, people are insecure about doing shit alone. Yes, they are. One of the reasons that people go to the club and bars so much are because they know people will be at clubs and bars. It's not really for the social interaction. Because if you've ever walked inside of a fucking bar, it's loud ass, shitty music. There's, you know, no conversation really going. You gotta no. yell at people. Mm-hmm. It's it's because of our insecurity. We don't really want to get to know each other. We don't really want to talk. So it's like, hey, work on our physical appearance. We uh, drink uh, and get as drunk and intoxicated as possible. And then we can finally start shouting at each other things. Like... Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, I don't know. I, that's not a fun environment for me. And I don't know. I, I used to be like that when I was a little kid. But I had... Remember right? What was about... 
13, 14, I got to the point where I was hungry, and other people went hungry, and I wouldn't go out because they went hungry. And I got to the point, I said, fuck it, I'm hungry. So I just started going out and eating when I felt like it. Then it branched out to the movies and other stuff. I don't mind doing stuff alone. I am secure. And the funny part about it is that these same insecure people are the same people. When I'm enjoying my windy salad in peace, because I've had a hard day at work, they want to come over there, oh, you need a friend? Hell no, bitch. I'm by myself for a reason. It's almost like they think you need a friend because you're alone, and that's not always so. Yeah, I think people, a lot of what they do is, you know, a lot of the human condition is fighting loneliness. Uh, and how you deal with it and you know it can get overwhelming for people at times you know because you're gonna you're born alone die alone as they say and I think a lot of the shit in between is how you deal with that so you know something as uh, as light as going to the movies can be an intimidating experience subconsciously when you're thinking about going to this big ass movie theater by yourself to watch this and you're not going to be able to talk to anybody immediately afterwards And because if you're in the movie theater I, when I go see movies don't talk to me like like you can talk to me like if you know how to talk a little bit yes. but we're not about to be like sitting up here discussing like what kind of shoes you about to buy tomorrow and that's right because we are watching a movie yeah. Um, the only thing about me is that I, I, I've got to learn how to whisper. I have an issue whispering at the movies. But other than that, I don't really talk. Yeah, Karen whispers. She stage whispers at the movies. <laughs> so if you guys know anything about acting, y'all know what that is. Um, let's see, number two. Has there ever been a movie that you couldn't sit through even for your love for each other? In other words, Rod, has there ever been a movie Karen could not drag you to? Yes, plenty. Karen, has there ever been a movie Rod could not drag you to? Yes. No matter what? Yes. Yeah, Karen won't see scary movies. Hell no. Even movies that aren't scary, Karen will not. Like, she'll just be like, I think that's scary. And I'm like, Karen, I know this shit ain't scary. <laughs> it's rated G. No! It looks scary to me. And I tap out, I'm sorry. But the funny part is that I can do sci-fi. Yeah, and it's like, we can watch Aliens, which is scarier than most scary movies. <laughs> I love Aliens. But it's, but it's a, a science fiction movie with badass guns and marines and yes. space. Yes. And apparently that's up. okay. Yes. Uh, and I'm okay with that. But um, And then, of course, I don't see chick flicks, period. Uh, we go see a chick flick. It's probably my idea because Karen never brings them up because no. uh, I'm not going and uh, one time she even walked out of a movie yes. and we had to go back and watch it again. <laughs> yes. I was not watching it. And uh, it was a Vent Horizon. Uh, and the problem with that is that that fucking movie sucked. Yes, it and did. And the, 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 like, first it started, I was supposed to be a psychological thriller. And within like five or ten minutes, Karen's just like, I can't take this, I can't take this. And walks out the fucking theater. <laughs> and again, tickets I paid for. And so she leaves. And then I'm like, fuck that, man. We're, you're not going to be a pussy. And puss out, you come your ass back in here, we're gonna watch this shit again. So we watched it again, and uh, this time she got all the way through it, but the movie sucked. I wish I had known that it sucked, I would have walked out too. I was, but I couldn't, I was in the theater, I couldn't walk out because I had made her not walk out the time before, but for a different reason. But I didn't want her to think that it was acceptable to just throw your money away like that. Okay, yes, I'm better. But, so that's why I just say I won't go, so we won't go to that no more. No. Nah. <laughs> uh, Alright man, so thank you very much um, for writing in Dex. Uh, let's see here. No, not this email. That's not about this. Brandon writes in. Cool. And you know who this is. Yes. What up, Rod and Karen? What up? It is the handicapped spokesman of the Black Guy Tips. Uh, took out official. Uh, I'm 
we're not official no more. I, I, I was just joking, man. You can be official. Yes. I said you was official because you said it. And no other handicapped people stepped up the entire week. Yes. You so got, I think. You got the spot. Yeah. What did it say? Possession is nine tenths of the law? Mm-hmm. Um, it is the handicapped spokesman of the Black Guy Who Tips, your boy, I Walk Less, cult leader of the Tip or Die movement. Man, I don't. <laughs> what happened to Tipping for Titties? Uh, let's see, man. I don't live in the hood. I live in Mayberry. They put up banners on the on the in, main intersection for adult volleyball. Again, adult volleyball banner in the main <laughs> intersection. The fuck. I'm glad we got corn whiskey though. But I love this quiet town and the feeling of southern living. I go to Memphis sometimes, but nah, I'm cool. Uh, I love the discourse on sports talk that you, Karen, and Ed had. The three of you pretty much hit on everything, but I just wanted to add this. I know you remember the Eminem song, Stan. Mm-hmm. The song was about crazy motherfuckers who had no control over their own emotions towards a person or entity that they did not know, but they felt they were a part of. Probably one of my favorite songs ever for how vividly he painted the picture of how sad and pathetic Stan was displayed. Uh, that is, these egomaniac fans, and they proudly wear that title as Stan. A horrible way to live in your to live, if you ask me. Yep. You can like and love sports without drawing battle lines in the sandbox, bitch ass niggas. Also, as a whole, the sports media is lazy as fuck. It takes a lot of work to look into, analyze, teach, and present sports stories. The number of sports journalists that do this are few and far between. Bo is a treasure, not the norm. Um, yo, first of all, let me just say that um stand thing for me is kind of weird because the stand thing has gone on forever and then Eminem just kind of captured it mm-hmm. um but that's a that's something that I normally don't see unless it's um on the internet like where are these stands in real life like I noticed that if I'm on the internet and I say something like man Kobe looked tired tonight and then I get like 10 people saying some shit like man you hating on Kobe or man Kobe ain't gonna never get tired he the best like, if, I, if that dude or whatever, I see him on the internet. But when I go to the basketball court, we talk about basketball all the time on the sideline, that dude never walks up. Where is he at? Like, are stands only on the internet? <laughs> I guess so. Because like we said, it's something about a screen name or, or not uh, hiding behind something that allows people to get that internet courage. I, I think so, too. And, yeah, that uh, being anonymous. And then the other, the other thing, too, is... um. I've always said this, and uh, you know, I continue to say it. I just, I'm a Kobe fan. I'm a fan of players, but I would never call myself a stand because one, I think that's a dumb title to put on yourself. But two, I've met or talked to on the internet people that go so hard to where I'm like, I can't talk to you. Yes. Like you're not normal in the brain. Yes, something's wrong. Uh, let's see. Right now, I'm distracted by Rod's booty meat twit pickathon. And I do that, you know, I try to do something for the fellas every once in a while. Apparently, Chris Brown's dick was floating around on the internet yesterday. So I said, hey, this sounds like a good time to look at women's asses and make some jokes. Wow. So we did that last night. Oh, when you're talking about that, I finally seen all of the likes video. I know I'm slow, y'all. I finally seen all of the likes. Uh, you didn't catch an epileptic seizure? You all right? I'm good. Okay. I, I'm good. It was a lot of colors, and it was a lot of side food and shots going on there. It was, yeah. When I see that video, I always have to put a towel in my mouth first just to make sure I don't bite my own tongue. 
Um, <laughs> yo, that bus driver story reminded me of a story. In the fall sunlight with a cool breeze flowing from the north. I said, <laughs> I said that shit like some Mark Twain shit, right? But yo, these two chicks were fighting on the bus. And you know when chicks go get to fighting, you try to break it up without breaking it up. But yet, grabbing it up, yeah, I know what it means though. All the fellas know. So yeah, the bus driver stopped the bus, came to his back to the back to stop the fight. Well, my cousin took issue with the bus driver's attempt to end the fight. My man slapped the fuck out of the bus driver. Nigga, he spun around twice, laughing my ass off. The bus driver looked around, outnumbered as hell, walked back to his seat, and drove the bitch back to school. Wow. <laughs> See, that's why they that's why I don't understand the cameras on the bus thing. And I don't I'm sorry, man, but these people that are like teachers get too much, bus drivers make too much, the union is doing this. Man, when's the last time you've been smacked by somebody's unruly kid at your fucking job? And then you could not, you could not retaliate because one, you were definitely going to lose your job. Two, you would end up on the six o'clock news and you would be the one vilified and you would never be able to work in that field again. Yes, and what anyone that don't tell you, they have a whole bunch of rules and, you know, regulations and the thing is that a lot of the kids know the rules. A lot of kids know teachers can't touch them. They know bus drivers can't touch them. The second you do, you lose your job, but yeah, they can show their ass and punch and jump on you and it's not a problem. Not only that, I think the thing that pissed me off, the school will not defend you. The school will fire you over them jumping on you. Yeah, whenever I see these problems, politicians ragging on these teachers which is highly ironic because pretty much all these politicians I think it's like 60% of Congress are millionaires but um, when they're ragging on these teachers and how much money they make and why we need to cut down on how much their income is and their benefits I just can't help but think like you're talking to Americans who have American children I'm sorry your children are American which means they are self-absorbed they're assholes, they're not that fucking smart, they believe way more in themselves than they should, and those don't make good qualities for teaching teachable students. So yeah, you're sending your kid to school, and he's the one smacking the teacher and talking shit to him, and you don't want the teacher to touch him, but you also want the teacher to be able to be respected and give a great education and take money out of their own pockets to buy school supplies at the beginning of the year and shit like that. But like, what the fuck have you done? To make sure that your kid's gonna be well behaved at school, man. So, like, I don't know. When I hear stories like this about teachers and bus drivers and shit getting abused by students, I'm always like, man, I wish they could just turn that camera off for five minutes and give somebody the molly whopping of their life and then turn it back on and everybody's sitting their ass back down and nobody knows what happened. Yeah, there's a lot of incidents that happen that, that never make, uh, make the news, but yeah. Bus drivers have jumped on kids and whipped the hell out of children and took them back to school and sued the systems. Well, I don't know. I've never heard of that. But you said bus driver sued the school mm -hmm. after they beat up the kid? Mm-hmm, because the kid had no... Because what had, what had happened, and this was a, a particular um, uh, situation where uh, the kid had no business on the bus and the kid had been suspended several times. And um, the... Uh, the kid uh, got on the bus and she told him, hey, this kid ain't got no business on the bus. But they made, they basically said, hey, you gonna take this kid home? And he cut food and, and she was like, hey, you know, you need to calm down. And he went calm down and I think he hit her first. And yeah, she jumped and whipped his ass and took him back to school and screamed to see sister. Wow, I hope she made money, man. I just, just that story is normally told the other way, though. Like, even if that same exact thing happened, it would normally be bus driver loses temper hits kid you know like just fuck that man anyway 
the Heat lost to the Magic and the Spurs. In both games, they were down more than 20. They were up. Uh, both games was down more than 20 in both games. Oh, okay. So they lost to the Magic and the Spurs. They were down by more than 20 at some point in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, Heat slander is at an all-time high rival in only the beginning of the season. This is my thing about the Heat. Pay your, play your fucking role. It ain't the coach. It ain't the role players. It ain't a particular star player. It's everyone. Talent will get you past sub-500 teams, to, but to win championships, you gotta know that what everyone does and at any given moment during the game. Bosh is doing too much when it's not needed. LeBron is LeBron. He really is better than everyone else. D-Wade is nowhere to be found when he needs to be the focus. Start off the game, getting Bosh involved, let Bron facilitate during the middle of the games, and Wade uh, close the game with all the power of the referee's whistles. Uh, they gotta get everyone comfortable with what they are supposed to do and know how to play with each other. They still act like they are the lone star on the team, or in Wade's case, acting like he's on the Olympic team. Um, alright man, well here's the thing about that. I think that he just are going to have time, need time to jail. That's it. Like, every team that they're trying to beat, every team that's really taking them out, have been together they've been together. They've had a better nucleus together longer, except, and I guess people are forgetting this because somehow the Magic lucked out a three-point win. Um, did he have beat the Magic twice already? Mm-hmm. And they were ass-whoopings. Ass-whoopings. And the Magic won this game, but they were down 24 at some point. If I'm the Magic, I don't feel comfortable about playing the Heat. I wouldn't want to see them in the playoffs. No. Like, I would need, it would make me feel better if I blew the Heat out by 20. Than if I said, man, we lucked up and and came out of a 24-point deficit to win by three. Because that takes a lot out of you. And then when you're in like a, you know, seven-game series, odds are that will not be a repeat performance. Yeah, it's, what it is is it's the media and it's the uh, way the games went. Like, if it hadn't come down to LeBron James missing the last second shot in these games, I think it would get a lot less uh, attention. But because it's LeBron and everything's set up for him to make the big shot and he doesn't, then it becomes a heat problem. And, there, oh, everything's fucked up. Nah, everybody calm down. The Heat have been within three points of good teams in the last few weeks, and they have they come up on the wrong side. You're gonna miss more than you make. It'll be alright. It'll be alright. Um, let's see. Uh, I didn't mean for this to take so long. Relax the usual jokes. But guys, thanks once again for entertaining my thoughts. Fuck Duke Athletic Department. That's right, baby. Go Heels tonight at our house. Fuck them motherfuckers. Let's go. Um, sorry about that. Fuck Calipari. <laughs> Chef's elbow jumper is hollow point proof. Team Epic Nap, Cripple Niggas Reppin' Blood, Five-Star five iTunes Reviews Only, I'm out. Negro reading while living. Ride never shot me out, bruh. Laugh my ass off. Um, Alright, let's go. And then, uh, got one last email before we do the voicemails. And, uh, I'm not sure what this means. Oh, we got sent a story from Spoof.com by Trojan Scooter. It says, uh, you know what? Let's save this for tomorrow. Cool. We'll do it when we do the news tomorrow, because yeah. this shit is already running long. But thank you. Um, all right, you ready to do some voicemails, man? I am. You got a few, man. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, all right, let's go. Man, shit, man. This phone was ringing about two minutes before I got the voicemail. Anyway, hey, man, straight shooter, man. This JDR for us, Jay, on Twitter. QDR on Xbox. QDR1 on PS3. Hit me up if you want to get your ass getting that mad and no Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I wreck on there. 
Anyway, <laughs> just calling in. What's up, Karen? What's up, Rock? What's up? Just want to just uh, give that shout out, man. I haven't called in a while, man. I've just been on the low, just hustling and taking care of all these damn kids. Anyway, I got a quick question. NBA question. After the All-Star weekend, who is your favorite going into uh, after the All-Star weekend based on what we've seen so far in the trades that just happened uh, prior to take the title? I know I'm, a, I'm from Miami, so I'm a Miami Heat fan. Go uh, LeBron, go Wade, go soft-ass Bosch, and he need to kind of get his weight up. Um, anyway, just want to get your thoughts on um, just at this time, who is going to be uh, the favorites probably going into the playoffs based on what you've seen thus far about half of the season. Also, I got this couple of retreat that I'm going to probably like eight, nine other couples in Tennessee. What the fuck I'm doing in Tennessee? Anyway, in the mountains, <laughs> kind of rekindling, just hanging out and just hoping to buy that battle. But I got married, kind of power prayer bullshit. They ain't going to go down while I'm there. <laughs> anyway, I just got a quick question for you. Talk to you. What do y'all do to actually kind of spice it up? Do y'all plan, you know, trips every year to kind of just keep, keep, you know, keep a couple of things going along, man? I think we've been married, uh, you know, y'all been married by the same time my wife and I have been married. We've been going on we eight years in July. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. With For us, we plan two trips a year, one with the kids and one without. So... I'll keep up, man. Good work. All right, I'll let y'all. And I have to say this before I go. Say that again. That as in D A T P. Alright, uh, number one, I don't, uh, really talk shit on video games. I think I just was born without the gamer video talking shit. Video game talking shit, Gene. Because I just can't do it. Like, it just feels silly being like, I will whoop your ass in this imaginary game that we are playing. <laughs> this competition that does not count. And I don't talk shit because I know we ever got the internet names. I was like, nigga, if I see you in real life, I don't want you to whoop my ass. That's me. So I, I come out there, play friendly, go home. Um, the team that I think got the best uh, coming out of the trade deadline, who I think is going to win the championship after all the trades. Uh, I think it's the Lakers. Um, I think the Celtics getting rid of Perkins was a mistake. Um, yeah, they're going to miss him a lot during the playoffs. Yeah, as much as their big collective, you know, the collective big men of, that they have on their team are good, they're also old as shit. And I don't think that them playing those same Perkins minutes are going to have the same effect that Perkins was having. I also don't think they're going to be able to recover from that ground of the playoffs because by the time you make it to the finals, it's every other day you're playing a game and the Celtics haven't shown the propensity to sweep people out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They typically play around like a kid with a fucking ball of yarn. Yeah, like six, seven games. Yeah, and it's like clearly you should be blowing these teams out and I think eventually that will take its toll and uh, for LA has not lost a game since the All-Star break. I don't know if people notice, but that's the reason all your sports radio shows have not been starting off with the Kobe watch. Uh, or how many shots he's been taking? Because when they win, apparently nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, I th- I think it's LA. Um, but I can tell you who is winning who? the Thunder. Yeah, I like. I think the Thunder did get a lot better by getting Kendrick Perkins, even though he's hurt right now. I still think in down the stretch, that's a big addition, and maybe yes, they'll yes. be able to give LA a better run. Yeah. But I really 
can't remember, but I, I actually think that with all the hoopla about that series, they still, the Lakers still beat them in like five or six games. Yeah, they, so. and, and they did, but but I, I think that he'll make a, a difference and they'll be more a contender in the uh, East. Uh, no, they're in the West. I mean, I mean the West, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, the, West. the problem with uh, Oklahoma City for me is what is that, first of all, with all the West teams, you got to play L.A., and, yeah. and the thing is, in the playoffs, LA's the only team that's throwing three legit seven foot players out there on the court yeah, at the same time. Yeah. And yeah, it's just. What you can do about that. It's them. hard. Until I. You know what it is? Until I see LA lose with this roster, I won't believe that they're going to lose. That's what it is. That's true. Because they play lazy as shit all the time. And then they pick it up for stretches when they want to. And, you know, as hard as that, you know, I wish they went hard all the time, kind of like Boston, but they don't. So until it's one of those things, like it's like Goku, you know, on, on, on <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. You know, you yeah. see Goku joking and shit, and you go, you know, he's getting kind of soft. And then he starts fighting, and next thing you know, his hair's blonde, and the motherfucker's whooping ass. ass. Yeah. Yes. Um, couples Retreat uh, sounds terrible. Yes, it does. Um, but one of the reasons that me and Karen don't really do a lot of that kind of stuff is probably because we don't have kids, is what I'm thinking. That's right. So, like, we spend time together yeah. pretty much every day yeah. so, so. so we're not trying to run away take a break you know i was you know sleeping i ain't have to worry about nobody you know knocking on my door at 16 and talking about making me some cereal i ain't had them issues this morning <laughs> yeah but um i do this especially this year i do want to take a vacation somewhere mm-hmm. i don't know what y'all gonna do about the show for a week or two or whatever but i do want to go somewhere because it has been a while since we really just got up and went somewhere so mm-hmm. we do need to do that shit though Thanks for the reminder. Um, let's go to the next voicemail. Hey, what's up, Rob? What's up, Karen? Hey, it's Marshall. I'm calling from Milwaukee, man. I called into the morning zone sometimes before. You might have heard before. So, uh, first, uh, I just like to say, I just like to listen to the show. I just got ain't get into it. And she was like, put in that little joke uh, a couple weeks ago about, you know, with the, <laughs> the tree hunters and all that. And uh, I really enjoyed that, but... Hey, I'm just sitting around tonight watching Oz with the, my girl. I remember uh, the other week, yeah, next to them, you're talking about like the best athletic performances and movies. So I wanted to question you with like uh, what you thought were the best performances by an athlete in a movie or a show. And uh, a couple of them, I got, just like I said, we just sitting there watching. Uh, first season Oz, and I just, uh, just picked up on Rick Fox, you know, not acting as, but he was trying, you know, he was sitting <laughs> at that time, but, uh, man, that was pretty cool right there, Rick Fox, up in Oz, trained a basketball player that just, like, got sent to jail for attempted rape, I thought that was pretty, pretty intense at the time, and then, or another one I could think of offhand is off the head, on the top of the head is, uh, uh, say Lawrence Taylor up in, uh, Any Given Sunday. But, uh, like, that's all I was like wondering. It's like, uh, if you had any other ideas, right? Uh, opinions on the type of players that really put in their dues or trying to get their sad card that in a movie or a show, something like that. So, that's all I got. I'll talk to y'all more time, man. All right. Alright, thank you, Marshall, for uh, calling in, dude. Thank and, you. Uh, as I like to call him, Young GTA, Mr. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> um, best performance by, in a, best acting performance by an act, by an athlete in a movie. Do 
you have an idea for this one? Because the first of all, I need to think about this. So don't yeah, hold me to so this. So many, man. Yeah, I, don't hold me to this. I had to okay? do the research. It's off the top of my head, but um, I can think Ray Allen from mm-hmm. from He Got Game. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good in that. Um, OJ, Jim Brown. Yeah, Jim Jim Brown. <laughs> Like, some of these niggas just be playing themselves. Like, Jim Brown is playing Jim Brown. Lawrence Taylor was playing <laughs> Lawrence Taylor in that movie. So, I don't know if I can give him credit for... Like, if Michael Jordan played Michael Jordan in Space Jam, I don't know if I can give him credit for that. <laughs> but, uh, I, just off the top of my head, man, I'm going to say Ray Allen. Because there was actually an entire movie based around him. But, um, I... Don't hold me to that. I might, yeah. I'll be coming back. I'll yeah, be coming we back. we definitely will come back to that when I have to do some research. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Tukes Cricket. I'm uh, calling in. I wrote in last time, and y'all make fun of my name. I was just calling to say, uh, Rod, it got me into this, uh, this man, that gang thing. Uh, I got banged on by these buddy dudes, and uh, uh, he talked about it on the podcast. But uh, I had just sent a message to Rod just saying, and I thought it was kind of ridiculous that. They lied about being on having Rod on the show, and I randomly get a tweet from this dude. It's like, who the hell are you? And I just ignored it. Like, I don't know who the dude is or what he's referencing or whatever. And then this bot, like this orange A, tweets me, and it's like, get off our dicks, you ugly ass nigga. Damn. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, okay. And then um, he gives me another tweet. Like five minutes later, it's like. This is a shit not your daddy. And this this whole write up about Rod and it was pretty much saying uh, I, I realized what it was at that point, that it was something we had something to do with uh, the show. What he said, I mean what he said earlier because it was the same forum. And I'm not I've never been a message board dude, I don't know what that message board life is like, but uh <laughs> the write up he wrote, uh, it was it was just uh, it was real condescending kind of like, hey, but you can have a show for being 40, and I had a show when I was 20, and just, just, just <laughs> a bunch of ignorance. Uh, but it was, it was funny, you know. I almost sent him a tweet back saying that I would, I would take any that bullet for the black out dips. But I decided, man, the best response was no response. But uh, definitely, man, keep doing your show. Uh, the last show was, was definitely one of the best endings you've ever had. Definitely a great show, man. I think it was a good. You definitely handled well, man. You're doing a good show, you and the wife. And uh, shout out to Karen as well for just being hilarious, man. And even though she's racist, uh, she's pretty funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I mean, the, the concept that you just rolled out of bed one day and just had this cracking podcast is crazy. I mean, they're not around to see you edit your show, to see the hard work you put into it. You know, you and your wife sitting around thinking about what concepts, what guests, what you're going to talk about. Uh, and all the shows you did before, you know, people really started getting a lot of feedback. Like, that's a lot of groundwork. And so, man, I appreciate y'all doing it. But, you know, people don't see that. They just think you just woke up one morning all of a sudden and just hit up Bomani and was like, come on, my show. And he was like, sure. <laughs> so, anyway, man, keep up the good work. Uh, and I just want to tell it. Peace. Yeah, uh, okay. So, what I found funny is, one, they hit him up to try to talk shit. Um, two... You know, I've read that those posts and things like that, you know, on that message board. And it's, I call it the truth of repetition. Like, where you just repeat some bullshit lie enough times. And people will actually just repeat it like it's fact. Y'all, you, you can't have kids. You're 40. 
you you know like and and then the dude's writing a bunch of shit that I don't care to know about him and that I've never really put out there about myself it's just stuff that he keeps track about me with and like I said it just feels good because I know shit is working because these are people haters I don't deserve I did not do anything to deserve the admiration and the envy and the attention of these haters and I, I just feel so blessed thank you guys <laughs> thank you for hating me it really does show that the show is working <laughs> You really hate me! <laughs> Try to play the rap it up music? <laughs> no, 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 I want to put a crown up top. <laughs> yeah, seriously though. But yeah, man, we put in a lot of work, man, considering that we don't we don't have the power of a radio station. This is just me uh, with a, a guy who had a blog that was for my friends on MySpace at the time and, and, and actually started with random emails in 2001 that I would send out to my friends while I was at work with random things that I thought was funny and things I come up with myself. So it's funny to listen to someone to their theor- to their theory on what I am and how I became this and whatnot. And I don't feel like where I'm at now is anything to aspire to. I don't think it's anything special. But it's just very funny to listen to someone else try to summarize you with a bunch of lies and condescending jokes where they think that they're, oh, I'm really making them mad. And I'm just sitting up there like, this is amazing. I have people who care about me that I don't give a fuck about. That is one of the most amazing feelings in life. Yes, and two things I want to say. And back to the previous caller, uh, Rick Fox actually dances better than he acts. He was great on Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. And I was very upset when he got kicked off, just, just to make that clear. And number two... Roderick is not 40. You know I don't mess with old men. <laughs> I, uh, no, I just you, had to make that clear. You repeat something long enough on a message board. That shit is true. It does not yes. matter. <laughs> and, and, and then, like we said before, I wish Roderick was shooting blanks. We, do you know how much fucking money we would save? <laughs> Seriously. These birth control killers are killing me. All right. <laughs> now, let's go. Thanks, Timothy. What's up, y'all? This is Shuri from Louisiana Chief from Twitter. Um, just saw the King's speech, um, local theater around here is playing all the Oscar nominees and, um, definitely a great movie. I definitely understand why it won a bunch of, uh, stuff at the Oscars. Um, kind of reminded me a bit about my stuttering. Um, when I grew up and that I still have now. Um, so, and definitely got pitched, um, picked on for it a bit. So I was just wondering if there was anything that you guys got picked on or did the picking on, um, when we were growing up. Thanks for the show. Bye. And so, uh, did I get picked on growing up. Now, here's the thing. I didn't really get picked on because uh, a lot of the shit that happened to me as a kid was because I had a smart mouth, even though I was nerdy. So, I was, I was really cool with most kids, um, and I never really had... Uh, like a bully, I, I did have this one kid that I fought all the time, and then that was a weird semi-relationship, because we would go to school, and one day he would be the bully, and then the next day I would be the bully, and there was, it got, <laughs> bad teaming. yeah, we were codependent on each other, that was not cool, like, I, like, it was bad, it was bad, man, our parents had to get involved, but that's what parents do, and they made us stop that shit, and I was more scared of my dad than I was a tailor, so that shit stopped, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I, I, I've had fights, though. I've been plenty of fights, you know, because, like, I, I remember one time I was on the bus, and uh, this dude, Torrance, was like, 
Let me uh get your Walkman. And Thomas was kind of a bully. He was known for beating kids up and shit. And uh, I just got my Walkman. I was listening to my shit. And he was like, I just want to listen to a song. And I'm going to give it back. And I'm thinking to myself, like, nigga, possession is nine-tenths of the law. I'll give you my fucking Walkman. I don't know that you're going to give it back or not. You know? You're a bully. You might not. That's right. So I had to, Then I got to go home and take an ass whooping because you took my shit. Right. I had to decide to take that ass whooping <laughs> that day. And it was nothing personal. It was a business decision. I was like, man... Uh, I know I'm not gonna beat Torrance, and I don't wanna buy. Only thing is, I wanna get off here with my motherfucking Walkman. <laughs> so I put my Walkman in my book bag. I zipped my book bag tight. I turned around, put my book bag on my chest, got off the bus, took my ass whooping, and walked home. And like, that's a moment where I was like, uh, ass whoopings ain't that bad if you fight the right people. <laughs> but, um, anyway, man, it's, I don't, I don't know. I never really was bullied or picked on, but. Uh, at least not more than other kids, in my opinion. But you know, I, of course, everything when you grow up in the black neighborhood is worth picking on. So, <laughs> everything. Yeah. I know for I know for me, and I don't, I, I guess you really can't say it really picked on. But when I was um, uh, younger, I actually was very very overweight. I actually weighed more when I was younger than I do at this period of time right now. And a lot of uh, people used to pick at me, you know, you fat, you overweight, and things like that. Then if they weren't picking at me about that, they were picking at me, oh, bitch, you got a book, you're trying to be all smart and shit, trying to get your degree. Hell yeah, because you know, when I got to high school and that weight started shedding off, and all of a sudden that fat girl was looking all fine and sexy, you want to holler at me? Nigga, please get out my face. Mm hmm. That's when I stepped in. I was like, girl, what is up with that ass? <laughs> Alright, next one. Hey, hey, what's going on? Uh, Wilder's Prime and say that again, Daddy and GAAC. <laughs> hey, this is my choice, man. Just on my way home, having a good night out at the club and whatnot. Just want to chime in and say, man, the way you ended it off that podcast, man, that was pop like. That's what I like when he was calling my D.I.G. and all them. <laughs> and man, I gotta say, that's, that's third the most. Anyway, <laughs> y'all keep that shit going, man. I'm a lawyer, you'll follow at this point. So, uh, I'm gonna keep up with y'all, man. You know, I'll let you later. I'll let you. Oh, cool, man. Well, thank, thank you, Martorius Prime, uh, for calling us at 3 in the morning. <laughs> yes, we thank you. Nah, but seriously though, man, thanks for real. And, uh, the thing is, I don't mean for, I don't like to use the show for that kind of shit. I like to keep it funny. Yes, we all about them jokes. But I, you know, I just, I feel like if we're not gonna be out here respecting each other, then somebody gotta address the shit, man. We can't be having this whole disrespectful shit going on on the internet and back and forth and all this shit all the time. But sometimes people get out of hand, and I think as an example for other people like listen this is not the way to get on the show it's not the way to get my support it's not the way to get my help it's this is not the way to do it man be a fucking human being just because you're a screen name on the internet doesn't mean you can't be a fucking human being i'm i don't know where these niggas live where it's just like i'm on the internet i'm gonna act crazy as shit like no yeah, and I most I, I think people use internet screen names. Like I said, they get that liquor courage, like they do their cars. You know how some people they feel like their cars are the only thing they can run in their life. Like it'll right. go as fast as you want, it'll break when you want, it'll, it'll stop when you want. So they feel like down the internet I can do whatever I want, and there's no consequences to my actions. 
But at the same time, you're talking to real people. So you can't go out in that cut of ass and then get mad when somebody who actually knows you starts saying things because you you talk shit to so many people that you're like, whoa, I can't have my name out there because somebody might come and find me. Just be nice. Like, that's what was so surreal about it was that these dudes have talked so much shit on the message board that just me saying their first name drove them off the handle to the point where they were typing paragraph after paragraph of lies and insults. And... I was really like, wow, like, this this is how bad it's gotten for y'all. Yeah, and then not only that, what people better realize is that we will help people out. Like, a lot of people, like I said, I think that people think we're larger than we are. I think that they think we're on a soapbox and we're still on the ground. Right, yeah, and it's not like, like, of course, I'm going to try to make my show sound as good as possible. I'm going to try to, uh, you know, be professional about it, be funny as possible. I don't know who would do a show another way. Like, well, we ain't, we suck, so let's just not, but I'm not feeling, I'm not looking at the downloads of my show like, yes, yes, oh, we're going to be the most powerful show of all time. Like, I'm just looking at it like it's growing, you know, people are spreading the word, shit is getting a little bit more expensive every month, which is a good problem to have. Um, But at the same time, I'm never looking at the shit like, and now, plebeians. All of you worship at the throne of Rod, the great prime, thought leader, Twitter follower. Like, come on, calm the fuck down, dude. You think more about me than I ever will. All right, next one. The chosen one from France, the chosen turner. When drunk nights get remembered more than silver one. Walk like wait, 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 wait. This ain't chosen one. What am I doing? Why am I? I don't know. Anyway, this is... Rhyme over reason. Your man Justin just wanted to call and say I appreciate y'all always having me on the show. Uh, you do a great job. And also I wanted to say that I do like the call in show or the writing in show or the feedback show, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and my favorite is I walk with uh, real funny dude. And like I said, just want to give you props for the show. Peace. <laughs> Alright, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Well, thanks Thank for the props, you. man. That's funny. He was just here two days ago. Like, I know, right? You didn't have to do that, man. But yeah, well, I walk less in some days. Yes, yeah, you do. Yo, Brian Ken, what's up? He's not dying. And man, I'm so upset right now, man. You know, Ryan, you over there gonna joke about killing me on the show and stuff, man. <laughs> Even though we play around on Twitter and talk on Xbox Live and watch movies, and I've been on the show, and you know why I live, you have my number and stuff, man. You don't know me like that, man. Don't be joking, man. Come on now. What's wrong with you? I hurt my feelings, man. I need crying, man. I put it and turn it on. Thank you later. I'm Just feeling so, so hurt right now, man. You don't know me like that. Be joke like that, man. Hurt my feelings. Nah, but anyway, though, man, what's up, y'all? Um, um some of the calls, Chris Brown picture on Twitter, man, and I, I can't forget it. I'm shocked to life, and it's horrible. And I don't know what to do. I'm trying to take away my sorrows and, and root beer, but it's not working. <laughs> but um, also, I've been watching Bangor Club. Charm. I don't know where does she work. I need to find out where she works. Hopefully, she can be somebody they big find it because she is so crazy. She's probably one of the most craziest chicks I've ever seen in my life. And definitely on the bad girl club. And, and ugh, I don't know, guys. She is 
even while it's the season, what it probably gonna keep going until summer. So it's just a lot of time for her to just push push the new heights and play with a rotator. Put that on a shirt, man. It's classic. <laughs> uh, Charlie King. Yes, I just I hope he doesn't die. He needs to <laughs> for like the cocaine overdose. We need him around right now. That dude is. He's on fire, man, and y'all that missed it, man. We had a Netflix Charlie Sheen party. It was epic, and um, hopefully we do that again. Some more celebrities that crazy, so you can give us some more Netflix themed parties. But um, other than that, though, man, y'all shows always on point. Rod, oh my God, I, like I said, I told you on Twitter, man. I feel bad for one people to cross you, so you could diss them out on the show and stuff. But when you do it, man, ah. Uh, well, uh, first of all, I'm gonna put your first name on these internet streets, motherfucker. Calling up here, trying to talk <laughs> shit. Ty, T Y E. Now they know, nigga, they gonna find you. Now you see, you shouldn't have fucked with the wrong one. Plus, everybody know that you 80 years old. You 80 years old, dog. If I say it enough times, that shit is true. It's gonna be real. You broke. You eighty years old. You're alcoholic. You been on cra- You been on. You been on Craigslist having sex with prostitutes that are transvestites. I know it for a fact. One hundred percent true, nigga. One hundred percent true. Cause I said so on a message board. <laughs> please listen to my show. <laughs> How many downloads did you get? Can you please help me out? I know we hate no um, hate hate hate. <laughs> Time, man, you gotta stop looking at these dick pics. I don't know if you got auto preview on your Twitter feed or what, if that's what's causing it, but you you gotta stop, man, okay? You gotta just, just be secure your own manhood and never click on them shits. I never do. I don't know what any of these dudes' dicks look like. I don't need to know what Brett Favre is packing. I don't need to know. I've never seen that one either. I don't need to know what Chris Brown's got. You know, I've seen, seen a bunch of ladies talking about it last night. I didn't click on a single link from a woman last night. I didn't give a fuck what it was about. <laughs> and she was like, great article on how much I love the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I was like, ooh, oh, no, I'll wait. Thank you. I'll see that one tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. Um, and, uh, of course, Charlie Sheen, every time I see him in these interviews... I keep feeling like it's the last time I'm going to see him. I know. And on top of that, damn it, I missed the Charlie Sheen Netflix party. You know I'm always in. Damn it. But I was tired last night, y'all, so I forgive you. We have to make up for it. Karen Miss Sheen Fest, man. We watched two Charlie Sheen movies. We watched Wall Street, and we watched uh, Pot Shots Part 2. And it was me, Phenom Black, Ty Diamond, Scarfinger. And we all just sat down and, you know, worshipped at the throne of Sheen. Uh, you know, so we could yeah. be winning. And I know he got some more movies out there, so I know we could continue this a marathon for the weekend. Yeah, it was a few more. I'm not done with Sheen Fest for the weekend. Okay, cool, cool. So I'm, I'm gonna do some more. I'm gonna do Good. some more. So I, I am, I am in. All right, cool. So uh, let me see. Is there anything else we need to check? Uh, you did voicemails, your emails, any reviews on iTunes. Oh yeah, I, I found out. Uh, and and Chloe will be happy about this. I found out how to see our Canadian reviews. How? Uh, what you have to do is you go to the iTunes stores and you select uh, the country, Canada, and I can see the Canadian reviews. Now, the problem with this is 
uh, the only way to see reviews from a certain country is to, to select that country in your iTunes. And I don't know if there's other countries where people have given us reviews and I can't read them on the show. So if you're listening to this and you want me to read your review and you left it but you're from a different country, let me know and, and I will find a way to get it on the show, all right? Oh, I didn't know. Oh, so they don't all... Also, also they being biased. Like, oh, on the United States here. Well, yeah. Hill. It's probably because of, you know, currency and different oh, okay. laws about, you know, selling music and shit in different countries. Um, well, I'm glad we found out. Well, first of all, these are all my favorite favorite type of reviews at five stars yes uh we have one uh on my birthday uh let's see very funny podcast with interesting topics and fun host five stars one of the best from shrimp and p thank you shrimp and p up there in canada my man bill Bailey wrote in and says really cool casual conversations five stars the blackout tips has become a regular in my podcast listing lineup it's always funny well not always deceptively poignant Okay, that's true. Yes. Rod and his <laughs> wife Karen have fun doing the show. That fun translates through the speakers. And no matter where you are, it feels like you're sitting on their sofa having a great conversation. Love the show, and you will too. Yes, sipping wine and playing Spades of Tonka 21. <laughs> <laughs> now turn that bitch over so I can smack her. <laughs> the Spades shit talk. Y'all, y'all don't know nothing about that. No. Um, Coming from the cold. Five stars. Bye. Chonilla. Yes. Chonilla. Yes. Chonilla. Chonilla.com. My wife and I are really feeling these guys from NC, aka North Carolina. The smooth. Oh, I said North Carolina. They're going to find me. Oh, the internet is too real. Uh, (laughs) The smooth interaction between Ryan and Karen makes us feel warm and welcome uh, as they poke fun of pop culture, recent events, and random thoughts in quotation um you can take the quotes off of that those shits are random uh, uh yes they are the delirium <laughs> the delirium topics and opinion are funny lively and more importantly unrehearsed yes they are that is true that is a big part of the show and i think i don't know if people get that but i don't tell people what the fuck we're gonna talk about when they guest on the no, show i i'm even a, and maybe it's just me it depends on what it is uh that we have to research on together i know about but I personally like my fresh opinions and and my true reaction. It actually comes across better because it's real. Yeah, like there's an itinerary, but mm-hmm. normally only one of us knows it. If it's Karen doing random thoughts, then she's the one who knows. And you know, so that's behind the scenes. Anyway, this promotes an ease of dialogue between the host and their guests, giving them a unique chemistry in the podcasting game. If you like getting to know some real people, then the Black Guy Who Tips is for you. Have fun listening and interacting. Thank you. So now we know where all the reviews go to. So we got a lot of reviews that are not hitting because they're from other countries. Quite possibly, my friend. Okay. Quite Ooh. possibly. Um. So once again, it's been another episode of Blackout Tips. You know, of course, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Roderick's Prime. I'll say that again. That is in DAT. And you can always uh, hit us up to blackouttips.com. Uh, look, look for that donate button. You can always join our Facebook group. We'll go on iTunes, leave us some reviews, five stars only. Um, make sure that you're emailing the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. And you can always call the show, 704-557-0186. And mostly, man, let me just thank all the people that like the show, yes. support the show. Yes. Make the the reason we get up early and spend how how much time are we at now? An hour 
doing feedback with you guys is because it's about you guys. Yes, it and is. I'm not saying that to kiss your ass. I really mean that. Yes. I don't. I, I, I honestly don't feel like the show is where it can be and where yeah. it will be if people keep putting in the grind. Yes. And y'all make the content on these Saturday shows. Y'all this is y'all show. Yeah. This is all about y'all. This is our way of showing love and then telling you thank you for your support. Thank you for retweeting. Thank you for Facebooking. Yeah. Thank you for just spreading the word about the show it means a lot to us and there's a lot of more things that we um, are trying to do and implement and and this doesn't really feel like work and you know it might be some times probably when we, when we get some time off we'll sit down and really hustle and get some things together and revamp and do some things so we just want to make the best product for you guys and it feels good knowing that there's cool people on the internet because yes. for for a long time man I was under the illusion that everybody was like those people on the message board like I said I used to feel like they feel you know I used to not I was never as jealous and petty as them but I used to feel that message board you know anger and intensity you gotta go 110% you gotta get everybody on your side and you know and just making up shit to make jokes and shit like that and it's like you know what man I'm glad that everybody's not like that honestly And, and the people that fuck with our show are cool people and that's 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 some good shit. And it really is. And again, like I said, guys, we really do thank you for the support. Thank you for the iTunes reviews. Like, I don't know if you guys really, really know how much that means to us. Because regardless of what people think, that stuff means a lot to us. Yeah, a year ago. A year ago, we was doing this show for like 10 people. Yes. You know yes, what I'm saying? We, we, look, so, you were like one download for the whole week. We were right. like, damn, is anybody even listening? Right. So, uh, so you know, thank you guys. And uh, we're going to continue to keep it up and find ways to make this thing grow, man. So, until next time, love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Sometimes, you just got to Go. You will never know what you could ever be If you never try, you will never see Stayed in Africa, we ain't never leave So it was no slaves in our history When no slave ships, or no misery Call me crazy, what is it he? See I fell asleep, and I had a dream It was all black, everything we ain't get exploited White man ain't fearing so he did not destroy it We ain't work for free, see they had to employ it Built it up together so we equally appointed First 400 years, see we actually enjoyed it Constitution written by W.E.B. Du Bois Want no reconstruction, civil war, gotta avoid it Little black Sambo grows up to be a lawyer Extra, extra on the newsstands Black woman voted head of Ku Klux Klan Malcolm Little dies as an old man Martin Luther King read the eulogy for him Followed by Bill O'Reilly who read from the Koran President Bush sends condolences from a brand Where Fox News reports lie That Ahmadini Jai wins the Mandela Peace Prize You will never know what you could ever be If you never try, you will never see Stayed in Africa, we ain't never leave So it was no slaves in our history When no slave ships, or no misery Call me crazy or isn't he? See, I fell asleep and I had a dream. It was all black, everything. Uh, and it ain't no projects. Keeping it real's not an understood concept. Yeah, complexion's not a contest. Cause racism has no context. Hip hop ain't got a section called conscious. Everybody rapping like crack never happened. Crips never occurred. No black.
ledge to attack then Matter of fact, no hood to attack in Somalia's a great place to relax in Fred Astaire was the first to do a backspin The Rat Pack was a cool group of black men That inspired five white guys called the Jacksons Eminem fitted in, but then again He inspired a black rapper trying to mimic him And that's who really rose up out of Michigan A sign of white rapper by the name of Peter Sin.